Today's episode is brought to you by Julia E. Hampton, CPA PC. Julia and her team have been your trusted sources for local tax preparation, payroll, and business services for more than 20 years. Do you have a tax strategy heading into 2019? You should. Call Julia Hampton today at 816-554-0394. But you do have to be real attuned to what this today's teams need. Um, and I think it's very different. But, you know, that, that's my perspective is that teens today carry a lot of burdens, um, many of them. And many of them already have a support system, and that's wonderful and that's great. But I, there's a percentage of them in our uh, community that do not have that support system. And that's where Prodeo steps in. This is Elaine Metcalf. Elaine Metcalf, welcome to Community Voices. Thank you, Nick. So glad to join you today. Well, this is actually your second time um, I get to interview for a podcast. We talked to you probably almost a year ago exactly um, about Uh, your former job as principal of Summit Tech Academy. That is correct. And now you have you have since retired, but you stayed retired for about 30 seconds, and now you are going <laughs> to start a new job as executive director correct. for Prodeo Youth Center. So um, congratulations. I wasn't, on I wasn't very good. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. I wasn't very good at that retirement mode. I, I knew it wouldn't fit my style at all. So, Well, I think some people might say you didn't give it a fair shake, but... That's probably true. That is probably <laughs> true. That is a true statement. Well, before we get into into Prodeo and and your work that you will be taking on there, let's just talk a little bit about your career. You spent a career in education. If I remember right, you were a previously a principal at an elementary school before moving to Summit Tech? Uh, no, actually, before uh, Summit Technology Academy, I was an, in a district position. I did grant writing and grant management um, a lot of college and career readiness type of things for the entire district. So, and I did that role for about eight years. And before that, I was a teacher uh, for 20. So I have about 15 years in administration and 20 years in the classroom at uh, mostly at least some at high school. Well, there, my research was all wrong. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. No, never was, never was in the elementary mode. <laughs> Well, so well, let's talk a little bit about, I think, I think there, there's always discussion. It's an interesting discussion to me to hear teachers talk about moving from classroom to administrative and district positions and what kind mm-hmm. of, I guess, I guess, what was that internal discussion like for you and why you made that move? Sure. So I was a business teacher and for those 20 years and then five years before I came to to Lee Summit Schools, I was a business teacher. My first teaching job was at Green Valley High School back when it was just a small school um, and and kind of more more on the rural side than anything else. But uh, that was my first teaching job, and then eventually landed at Lee Summit High School in 1988. And I was a business teacher, so I came in teaching things like 
typing, accounting, um, those kinds of things. And I left teaching web design so that that profession in itself, you have to learn every year. You have to learn new technology in order to stay up um, and ahead of, of the technology that's out there. So I loved being a teacher. And I was getting students ready for the workforce. Um, but then, you know, an opportunity presented itself to manage a, a grant for career and tech ed called a Perkins. Uh, it's a, just a federal grant that the district receives. It's t- to improve um, uh, trades and occupational programs in our district. So um, in the business side of me, lo- I love big spreadsheets and budgets and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> It was, it was a, I was one of those. Yeah, I kind of get excited about Excel and, and big data when it all works and meshes together. So it was an easy transition for that. So I did that for about eight years. Um, and then a, an opportunity presented itself at Summit Technology Academy when David, Dr. David Sharp took the principal position at Lee Summit West. It left an opening at Summit Technology Academy. And at that time, Nick, the district was in a cost containment mode. So for a year, I did both the grant management, uh, core data reporting, as well as uh, was the um, principal at Summit Technology Academy. So, but I only had to do that for one year to survive through that. And then eventually I just became the principal at Summit Tech Academy. So it was a, it was a pretty, and I jumped at that chance because I was closer to the students. I got to work directly with the teachers on instructional strategies, um, school improvement efforts, and uh, Summit Tech was growing and had been growing since its inception in 1999. So I just took over where the other leaders had left off and continued to grow that program. And then, of course, getting to work with the community partners on workforce development, as well as this early college program called the Missouri Innovation Campus Program. That was pretty cool to be in on the ground floor of that. And then, of course, the new building, as that uh, the bond that was passed in 2015 by the voters of Lee Summit was just amazing with an 80% pass rate. So, anyway, it, it's just been a wonderful career. That's all I can say is <laughs> I feel truly um, blessed to have been in the district and had the opportunities that I did um, through those 30 years. Well, a couple of things struck me there. I think, I think the first one is uh, when you said you got, when you moved to Summit Tech, you got a chance to go back to being near the, near the kids and the teachers. So did you find yourself kind of missing that aspect of it when you were kind of in, between, I did. in the classroom? Yes, you are exactly right. I, I did miss that aspect. I, I did make teachers um, really happy by helping them write grant. I mean, I would write the grant. They would tell me what they needed to improve their programs. So indirectly, I was helping the students, but it was still, you know, I never really saw a lot of the fruits of, the, of my grant writing efforts. Um, so now then when I went to Summit Tech, everything that I did from recruiting, you know, we have like there are 24 high schools that send to Summit Tech Academy. So every time I get to talk to a group of eighth or ninth or 10th graders about, hey, here's how you can make high school look different when you're a junior or senior. It, it just it just kept me motivated. And that's why I stayed so long. So I stayed to, to year 35. So. Well, let's talk a little bit there about about the kids and the students, and I think that relates to to your new job. Your your second career yes. is also with with you. So, what is it? Talk, tell us a little bit about the students and the type of students that are at Summit Tech because it, it's a different path um, mm-hmm. to, 
through to career and or second or um, higher education. So, so talk a little bit about that. Okay. So, you know, what I believe is that every student can succeed in high school. The path may just look a little different. And I think we could get, we gather a lot, can garner a lot, I think in, in education by personalizing what that junior and senior in particular look like. And so while Summit Tech Academy appeals to the professional career interests that students may, you know, the future engineers and nurses and doctors and computer scientists, um, it's still a very much a personalized path for them. There are those kids who may have been bored in high school um, because they really got it. They got the core academics as early as their ninth or 10th grade year. And then by their junior and senior year, they really were ready to kind of get laser focused to, to see if, do I really want to be a program? Do I really want to be an engineer or nurse or whatever it happens to be? So I think Summit Technology Academy personalizes what that junior and senior looks like. So they, those students are only at their home high school for half the day and they were at the academy for half their day. So as I go into Prodeo, we're still looking at the same thing. How do we make high school um, look differently for these high school students who may need the services of Prodeo? They may need a safe and caring environment. They may need nurturing adults to help them figure out how to navigate high school. So there's very, very similarities in what the roles are. While the students may be very different, I, I got a feeling that there's going to be a great opportunity to connect with all those students that uh, Prodeo serves. Is, is that one of the big changes in education? You talked about how, you know, you, you, you were in the schools for 35 years. Is, is one of the biggest changes in that we recognize now more of a need to relate beyond, I guess, the standard academics, beyond the reading, writing, arithmetic. Is that, am I, does that question make sense? You are exactly right, Nick. That is it. Because, you know, you can't really get students to want to learn content until you can meet what I call their basic needs. You know, if they are struggling at home, struggling with some, you know, um, emotional issue, whatever it happens to be, maybe it's even their basic needs as their, you know, health, food, and safety. you got to meet those first. There's just no way to start talking to a student about engineering or nursing or even math or science, you know, math or English, if they have so much burden on their shoulders. And so I think the more caring adults we can surround these students with, um, they can maybe at least put some of those burdens aside long enough to connect with their teachers. Um, and then I think then, then they can soar, right? But you do have to be real attuned to what this today's teens need. Um, and I think it's very different, but you know, that, that's my perspective is that teens today carry a lot of burdens. Um, many of them and many of them already have a support system and that's wonderful and that's great. But I, there's a percentage of them in our uh, community that do not have that support system. And that's where Prodeo steps in. I thought that was interesting that you just made a, a, a pretty clear distinction there between content and context. I mean, I think you actually said you can't get them to learn the content or want to learn the content until, until we understand everything around that. Uh, that. Is that different now or is it just that we know better now? I think we know better now. I think that 
so many things with social media, things that may you may have only learned, like if you're on the you know TV or read a newspaper. Now, oh my gosh, seconds after a tragedy happens, the world knows, right? And so I just think we are more aware of the tragedies that are happening around the country to our high school students, uh, that age group. And so because we're aware, we can we got a couple of things we can do as adults bury our our head in the sand and pretend like that's not in our community or we can embrace it and go this is happening everywhere and what do we need to do what um, interventions and and precautions can we put in place to um, be ready to you know collaborate and, and support these students with whatever services they need this episode of Community Voices is brought to you by Stewie McBrews, where you're always reminded to never eat more than you can lift. Except the wings. Burgers. Tacos. <laughs> I think I, I, I asked that question because, you know, I, I, when we start talking about this and the changes between in, in education and how we approach things, you know, I think a lot of times we hear, well, we didn't do that before we didn't do that when I was a kid we didn't do that when you know my mm-hmm. parents were kids and I think it's it's good to have have an answer and a reason why it's different yeah. and, I, mm-hmm. and I and I was struck too by something you just said and it, it echoed something that Andy Campbell principal at um, Summit Ridge Academy said a few weeks ago on our show was that he, I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly how he put this but basically he said it's time to put the the stereotypes to the side because all those problems, they are in our community too. Mm-hmm. And, I would agree. and so we, we have to address those as, as you just said. So tell me, let's, let's kind of shift now. So part of your job at, at Prodeo is to address some of those problems to, so that they're ready, I guess, ready to want to, to learn that content when they go to school. So what, so what do you think the role of, of Prodeo is? So Prodeo, first of all, it should have several roles. Well, one, it's going to be a, there is going to be a physical space, a safe and caring environment that accepts those teenagers no matter where they are. So that's one role. The second role, it, it needs to be a very much a collaborative partner with agencies and uh, volunteers, any, anybody in the community who says, you know, I can, I can relate to these, what these teens are going through. And some of the volunteers, I hope, will come to the uh, table and say, how can I help? our own youth, right? How, how can I help or serve our community? So I think we need to be a collaborative partner. And then the, the third thing, obviously, all of these things that, that are a part of the mission and the vision of Prodeo um, have some kind of a price tag, even if it's um, some, some people, volunteers' time, right? Their time and effort. Um, but that, that's really what I think Prodeo is going to be about is let's show these teams that our community is filled with caring adult advocates. So who are you, who are you looking to when, you, when, when you're out looking for people to volunteer and to bring their time, their service talents? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, obviously as a not-for-profit, you're also going to be asking for, for, for checks. I mean, you're right. You're um, right. They're, they're, but, you got to have something sustainable. Right. So what, what are you looking for? 
And, and, and well, I realize that you so, probably can't answer all of that yet since, since you started the job uh, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> exactly. Um, so basically, Prodeo has after school and weekend options for these students. And so, and the idea is, you know, helping these, these teenagers set goals. And each of them, each, the goals that the team set is going to look very different. But at the same time, I think they'll find some commonalities maybe with some of their friends that they will make at the Prodeo Youth Center. So we are looking for volunteers who are not afraid of teenagers, but can embrace the teenagers and what they each individually need. So that is, so, I mean, we may have um, adults in the, in the uh, community who could help with tutoring. Um, maybe help with driving the van to get these um, teens to a fun Friday night activity. So Friday night is about some kind of fun activity. It could be on a week, you know, like Saturday or, or Sunday as well, but primarily focusing on that Friday night, uh, Friday fun night and get a, get some activities planned for them. So we'll be looking for um, civic groups. Um, church groups that would want to sponsor um, something or give of their time to volunteer to, again, be around the teenagers. Um, and then Wednesday, or right now, it's set for Wednesday after school. That may change as we go down the road. But Wednesday is after school tutoring and maybe um, the, a sports activity or games or something that could happen um, while they're there at the Prodeo Youth Center. So volunteers, that's one thing. Second thing, and whatever the adult skill set, that's what we'll be trying to plug them in where their comfort level is. And then secondly, we will be looking for financial resources. So we're looking right now, the, the board is looking at grants. Uh, we're looking at some, some things that are more sustainable in the way of giving um, to this um, nonprofit organization. And um, so more to come on that, Nick, but that's basically... We're going to need to meet the financial needs of Prodeo as well. Well, and, and before I forget, and I don't want to, I don't want to miss this point. Can we tell people um, a phone number, an email, how they can contact if they want to give their service, time, money, or all of the above? Ab absolutely. Let's give them for now. Let's just give them my direct phone number. I would love to have a conversation with any of um, the people listening out there who say, you know, Elaine, you touched on something. And I've been looking for a way to give back in our community. And so giving me a call, I would gladly take that next. So my phone number is 816-365-0092. And my email is selainemetcalf at gmail.com. Well, let's hope that we get flooded with people wanting to get involved and help out. I hope so. That would be that would be a great um, issue to have to face right off the bat, day one on the job. Wouldn't that be cool, Nick? If I'm <laughs> that that would be fantastic. Well, and, and be fantastic. I, I think that that is at the core of of most every one of these interviews we do, whether it's this show or our town hall show, is to hopefully encourage people to to get involved in the various things. But because this show is really supposed to be about you, I'm going to turn the spotlight back on. What made you okay. um, What made you decide to cut your retirement short at two days and um, <laughs> jump back in again? Well, I am. I still feel very young. I know, and I won't even talk about the number that's <laughs> behind my name. Um, but I do feel very young, and I feel like I want to give back. This community has been 
so good to me. Oh my goodness. Um, just everything that life threw my way over my 30 years with the school district, um, just opportunities, um, were, were there. And so I, I want to give back, not just to the school district, but to our community. And the best way I can do that is by jumping in with Lee Summit's one and only youth center and hope that my skill set that I learned from being an administrator and being a teacher, and more importantly, though, Nick, just being a caring adult. I, I was surrounded by caring adults as a teen, as a, a young young child and teenager. And uh, if it wasn't for that, I would have never. I would never have landed in college, and because uh, I'm a first generation college goer. And so, if it hadn't been for the youth, the uh, adult advocates that were around in my life, I wouldn't be where I am. So I just feel this this um, need to give back to the community and to the youth of Lee Summit. Well, since this is always, it's always about the people and it is about the kids. So tell me a little bit about what you're going to say to, to teens around town about, about what the program offers and why they should come out. Because I think we all know that there are, is probably a large group that could benefit from hanging out at, at, at the youth center, but are not going to seek it. So how do you, right. how are you going to pitch it? Well, basically they need to see it to believe it, right? That's what I think youth need to see that we are um, the adults that are there, whether they're volunteers or anybody involved with it. We, we need to show them that we are um, loving, caring, accepting adults. And not that we're there to change them. We are there to support them wherever they are. So I call it, you know, we got to meet those students where they are. So to me, the proof is in how we interact and behave with them and how we listen to them. So that's really going to be my first, my first, one of my very first goals for a first month on the job is to listen to the teams that are there and ask them. So how, what, what should we be doing to reach all the teens that need to be accessing Prodeo um, and, and listen to what they say? Because who knows better, right, than that age group? Um, adults could sit around all day long and talk about how we can reach out to teens. Um, but I think if we listen to the teens, they'll, they'll tell us. I, I have a good feeling they will tell us exactly what we um, could be doing to make it better. Um, and what we um, now they may not come forth with their issues right away, but that's our job as adults, right? To be that good listener, to be that support system, and just that that strength or that rock that they can um, rely on. And the proof is again in our actions. I think that I think that is always a good way to prove um, prove the point of what we're doing is through the through the action. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, Elaine, let's say one more time, if people would like to help out or just have a conversation with you, they can call you at 816-365-0092. And your email again is? S as in Sheila, S Elaine Metcalf at gmail.com. Well, Elaine, thanks for taking some time today. I appreciate it. And let's hope that others get involved and follow the same path. Thank you, Nick, for the opportunity to talk with you on air today. No problem. Thanks again. Bye now.
Today's episode is brought to you by Budget Blinds of Lee's Summit. Hey, Jason, what's your favorite high school in the Lee's Summit area? You want to win uh, some no. money for that one? No, I don't want to make any enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't well, hey, go to one, so I'm not going to pick one. Folks, whether or not your favorite local high school is Lee's Summit, Lee's Summit West, Lee's Summit North, Summit Christian Academy, St. Michael's, whichever one it is, you're going to get your chance to vote on the Budget Blinds of Lee Summit Facebook page and get a little money to your favorite school's Athletic Booster Club. That's absolutely right. They, You get to go follow the Facebook page for Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Uh, they're going to be posting pictures. You get to vote for your favorites. And the winner is going to have their school colors featured in the window display at Budget Blinds. And a little bit of uh, Booster Club money will go their way. And really what all this boils down to, Jason, is some pretty darn cool technology that Budget Blinds offers, where you get to create your own designs, your own colors, and then it makes your own fabric for your drapes. It's pretty impressive stuff. So folks, if you want to do orange and link to Lee Summit, you've got my support. So go to facebook.com slash Summit. Check out their ads, vote for your favorite, win somebody some money. You have been listening to Community Voices, a weekly podcast celebrating the individuals who make our community. Catch the show each Monday at linktoleesummit.com or subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. Do you have an interesting story? Does your neighbor, teacher, classmate, or friend? Let us know about it. Connect with us at linktoleesummit.com or through Facebook or Instagram at linktoleesummit.com.